Informative. Educational. Objective. Inclusive. Comprehensive. This is Progress Report. Updates and conversations from the Government Information Service. Good day and welcome to another episode of Progress Report. My name is Ivan Kana, my lovely co-host Glenevo Hodge. Uh, We missed you guys last week. We were to have a live taping of Progress Report um, to cover specifically GST with a panel from the Inland Revenue Department and the Ministry of Finance. And they have been swamped to say the least. They had a series of meetings um, addressing some stuff with the business community and otherwise preparing for the role of GST. But that is still coming. We are hopeful to bring that to you this week. We'll see how that goes. If not, it'll be definitely next week by Tuesday. We can get the panel there to talk about GST from the consumer side, from the business side, what to expect. This stuff is brand new for all of us. We'll get there. But um, every time I'm going to mention this... I knock because it's hurricane season. And because it's hurricane season, <laughs> we have with us Miss Susan Hodge from. So, you work for the Department of Disaster? I work for the Department of Disaster Management. Disaster Management. Yes. And then, where does NIAC, NICO, how was the acronym? <laughs> you tell me. This is how much the general public would know about disaster and where we're at with disaster. The NEOC. The NEOC. Yes. That sounds like a Spanish. The NEOC. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's so, just, it just spells out the initials yes. that it stands NEOC. for. NEOC. The National Emergency Operations Center. The National Emergency Operations Center. We're going to get into that because I remember when Hurricane Alma happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, we need to communicate some stuff. And you remember, I came up there, I was like, hey, how can I help? And then I got a cheer. (laughs) (laughs) Literally got a cheer. We just started communicating updates and all that type of stuff. But I know that you have some... So you were upstairs and I was downstairs. I think so. (laughs) Because I've learned that she has a part to play. So Glenniva been holding all her secrets from me. Oh, okay. I'm going to put her on blast right now. She's been holding all her secrets from me. But sometimes it's good to have secrets. Excuse me? How does that work? Because... You know, I never win an argument in this room when there's another woman in that scene. Well, how do you expect that to happen? (laughs) You know what? I I, I rest my case. I rest my case. We're going to talk about hurricane season. We're going to talk about disaster. We're going to talk about Angola's preparedness. What else are we going to talk about today? I think that just about covers it. What do we need to prepare um, in the case of... Disasters because, like Susan said, she's from disaster management, right. Ivan, not disaster. Uh-huh. So it's how do we manage the, the disasters. disasters that well, we have, how we manage the hazards so that they don't become disasters. Ah, the yeah. hazards. So, yeah. like, the place shaking recently. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, um, earthquakes on that list? Of course. I'm after earthquakes I'm- are our number five hazard. The, fi- the fifth hazard. Out, out, of the, out of the top 15 mm-hmm. in Anguilla. I bet I can guess what's number one. What is number one? People using the roundabout. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's number one. Actually, no. It's hurricane. It's hurricane. All right, so let's start with hurricane. So, Susan, we felt it so important that Mm. we have someone in here from disaster management. I believe we spoke prior with um, Dr. Banks' definition. We were speaking about... PTSD mm. and the number of folks still that suffering. still suffer with PTSD post hurricane armor. Mm-hmm. So you sort of alluded to it. We know that there is a list of the top fifteen hazards that Angola face. We know that hurricanes are number one. Yes. When was this? So when was this list compiled? What is on this list? 
And can we anticipate a change in this list if it needs updating? <laughs> okay, this list was compiled in 2015 when Anguilla went through an emergency management accreditation program. That's a U.S.-based accreditation system, mm-hmm. but it was offered to all of the overseas territories, and we actually went through the process. And we came up with something called a HIRA, which is a hazard identification and risk assessment for the country. That sounds like a body part. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not. So we came up with the top 15 hazards that would affect Anguilla. The hurricane is number one because mm-hmm. we have to be realistic. For six months out of every year, yeah. there's likelihood of us being impacted by a hurricane. It's mm-hmm. very real. We have even had uh, hurricanes that hit us in January. Mm. Was so was that Claus? Alice. Alice. So when did Claus hit? I keep there was a, a hurricane named Claus? Klaus. Klaus. Klaus? Okay. <laughs> okay. I actually have a list of the hurricanes oh, here. Okay. Klaus was in 1984. Say what? Yeah. 1984. I was, I was... Oh, 94. 94? 1984. 1984. 1984. Oh, okay, that was before my time. What time in 1984? The 7th of November. 7th of November. And it was a Category 1. Category 1? Not too bad. Not too bad. No, sorry. Tropical storms and... People often think that, you know, uh, Category 1 is not going to be bad. Tropical storms can cause as much damage as a level, you know, as a Category 1. I understand, but you have to understand. I passed through Louis. I passed through Lenny. I passed through Gonzalo. I passed through... I think all of us did. Yeah, (laughs) so you telling me a Category 1, I stand up outside. (laughs) And that is one of the issues that I have when I'm trying to talk to people about preparedness. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's, after, that's the reality of it. Yeah, but after... No, but that's not the reality. Mm-hmm. After Hurricane Irma, when we went round and we went to the communities talking about preparedness and getting ready for the next season, mm-hmm. oh, we went through a Category 5, we don't have to worry. Uh, but you do. You went through a Category 5. When you went through the Category 5, if your home wasn't damaged, did you get your home checked? Was Did you check that the roof was okay? Did you check that the structure is still stable and can then again withstand another hurricane? Because if you went through Category 5, Irma, and you were fine, does that mean that a tropical storm could topple your house this time? So what does that mean for all the people that say, Anglin's <coughs> been the best in the country? <laughs> It means that you need to check your house. And I am telling you, <laughs> you need to check your house. See how you get the point across? Yes, yes. that's right. what it you means. You need to check your house. Yes. So, I, Ivan kind of strayed a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. This is what he does. Yes, but perfectly so. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> we kind of segwayed a little bit. We'll go back to that list. Mm-hmm. Check your house. What else do people need to do? To prepare for a hurricane. We are in hurricane season. Hurricane right. season has started. What would you recommend persons do to be prepared? Definitely know the hazards that you have. I mean, hurricane season. Hurricane is the number one hazard. Fine. Check the check our bulletins that we send out. When I say we, I mean the Department of Disaster Management. I have seen in some chats that I'm a part of anything that comes off the coast of Africa, they're reporting on. We have taken a decision within the department that when you hear something from us, that means that it might impact Anguilla. Mm. We don't don't want to saturate everything and everything that comes off and people... By the time we have to give you some important yeah, information oh, that, you know, it's like, oh, it's not from the department or it's from the department mm-hmm. or they're just saying it again. So we have made the conscious decision that once it's going to, it's likely to impact Anguilla, then we will send out a bulletin mm-hmm. of news. So once you hear something from us, you know, you need to get ready. And one of the other things I would definitely tell you, have your family or household disaster plan and have your emergency supplies kit. So do you have a sample disaster plan that you can share? Yeah, disaster plan. You have to. You you have your family disaster plan. Right, so you have to gather all your family together. You sit down from the smallest to the eldest, Mm -hmm. and you talk about the hazards. You talk about how you're going to get in in and out of the house. If if you have to evacuate, what you're going to do? You have your little backpack for everybody. All of the things that you want. Your tooth toothbrush, toothpaste, things that, are, that make you comfortable, your Kindle or your favorite book, a teddy bear for a child, their favorite game, anything like that. You put it in their backpack. Each of you can have a backpack or you can have a, 
one backpack that maybe the mother or the father would carry, or whoever is in the household can carry on their behalf. Travel you know, documents. Travel documents. You know, put them in a Ziploc bag, in another Ziploc bag, in another Ziploc bag They're to make sweat. sure to make sure that <laughs> <laughs> that they are watertight. You put them away. You make sure that you know where they are. So I am going to make very light of this situation because don't it's make light serious. of it because it's a very serious situation. That's why I'm trying to make light of it so people can understand when I get serious about this because I plan to get serious and like I kind of been told like we we've been heavy on the serious side and people are a little you know on edge about certain things right but this should not be played with like no this this should not be played with. I'm no, I'm, I'm making my little jokes now but this should not be played with because the sweating is is when you are in the heat of that moment. You need to be able to have. And you're trying to remember where is my land paper? Where's my where's my passport? What about this? Where's my medication? All of that. You try and I know that it's going to be difficult to get extra medication now, but don't ever let it get down to that last week. Yeah. Try and have at least a two weks. Uh, leeway for your medication. Something as simple as paracetamol, a first yeah. aid kit, you know. Yeah. Okay. Definitely, everybody should have a first aid kit. Mm-hmm. You I would imagine people don't I, have that in the homes. But why? I, I don't know. So I nobody don't. cuts their finger? Nobody I don't have falls, all the answers. Nobody falls over? Nobody gets a little dig somewhere that they need a plaster? Uh, uh, is, uh, is it that they don't have a dedicated kit? But I know the plasters are held here. There may be some rubbing alcohol there. There may be... Something happens to you and somebody has to come into your house. How would they know where your plasters are? Yes. If you have it in a first aid kit and it's labeled, it's easy for somebody to help you. Yeah. And find it. So that's, that's that speaks that speaks to the level of preparedness. Yeah. yeah. And so where we need to be. So this is what I'm getting at. Like nobody looks at preparedness from this level. We shouldn't be waiting for hurricane season to be prepared. No, you should always have your first aid kit. You should always have your emergency supplies kit because the little tremors that we've been having lately. Why would you go there? Because uh, <laughs> I need to go there. It's my it's my job. When I go into a place, I look around and I see if they have things up on the wall high. Are they secured on the wall, on the shelf? The, those are the things. At home, we put our crystal up on that top shelf yeah, because the lights yeah we want to make sure that the light, the hits, light it. hits it but do we it. have any double sided tape under that that will keep it secure if there is a earthquake and it falls because suppose you're standing right next to the next to the shelf Evan you got crystal in your house my mother got one of them things but that's see that's where I wanted to go with that <laughs> because as a child who cleaned crystal I listened yeah. to this and I get flashbacks PTSD yeah. because you had to clean the crystal over the summer don't talk about the china cabinet I, no so in my house I don't have those but do you have that is a china cabinet secured of course not <laughs> who does that all of those things we 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 live in an earthquake zone I don't think people understand that there is there is we, the Caribbean and the North American plates are constantly shifting. Mm-hmm. We have the Puerto Rico Trench, which is the deepest part of the Atlantic Ocean, just over there. Mm-hmm. You know, and Puerto Rico has been having a lot of earthquakes. We are having earthquakes. I can remember the one that we had not... I didn't feel the one on Saturday, but... Oh, yeah? The, the, I, I, didn't, I, I, I didn't. I guess I was walking or something. The Jock so hard, right? I said, Father. <laughs> I mean, the one Listen. before that, I was sleeping in it. You don't want another one before that. I was in a very compromising position. Oh, and I you thought you made the earth shake. <laughs> I thought that was all. <laughs> it was all in my. I was like, whoa. <laughs> And I was like, mm. so, so, so. <laughs> we're gonna leave Ivan with that yeah, right across. So. <laughs> Let's get back to this list. So hurricanes are number one. Mm-hmm. What is number two? Number two is water shortage or drought. Oh, I did not see that coming. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> but I walked myself right into you that one. Right Anguilla, is, as we know, is a very dry island, which is the reason why our ancestors started with the systems. We build the systems to ensure that we have water during those dry seasons. So mm-hmm. water shortage and drought is our number two hazard. Thank God we have we have a desal plant in the water corporation because people don't understand that water shortage in Anguilla means that our aquifer get low as well because we don't really get rain here. I keep mm. telling Clemview, and I'm going to call him out now, Clemview, you need to go pick the salt. The old people say, unless you pick the salt, it doesn't rain. 
I bet you as soon as they pick the salt, they go away. And it amazes me how so many people refer to the old people say, but when the old people were talking, they didn't listen to I was them. listening. <laughs> <laughs> because they had, they had a lot of wisdom. They had a lot the, of wisdom. The mere fact that Hurricane Donna for us <clears throat> was our watershed. Our homes started to be constructed mm-hmm. differently yeah. after 1960 and Hurricane Donna. And incidentally, she still holds the record for being the strongest, longest running uh, hurricane in history. Yes, wow. let's not talk about Donna. Okay. okay. Thanks. We, we learned lessons from Donna. I understand. I appreciate so, the lessons. And we so. always we have to learn lessons from every hazard that we face. We should. So, Susan, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly feeling a little bit uncomfortable with all this hurricane talk. I'm not even joking. It's but we're right. talking about water shortage. Oh, yeah, let's get back to See? water. But then, number three... Is... What? Tsunami. That is a real, a real risk to us. Of because course. because of the North American and the Caribbean plates, tectonic plates constantly moving. The <coughs> I'm sorry, the wow. earthquakes. A tsunami is normally caused by an earthquake, and basically, a tsunami is a sudden influx of water. You know, like you have a bowl of water and you drop a rock in it, mm-hmm. and then the water splashes out. That's basically what a tsunami is. Something has adjusted the water, the water levels, and, that, and that's how it affects us. So, I have a question. I'm getting silent now. She's making me uncomfortable. (laughs) Don't be uncomfortable because we have a thing. Remember your three Bs. Be aware, be informed, be prepared. So, So once you are aware of them and you know what they are, you can prepare for them. Okay. So, I have a question. We know that tsunamis usually follow earthquakes. Normally, yes. Normally. Oh can you get a can you get a tsunami without an earthquake? Yes. Oh. Is that why tsunami is higher on the list than uh-huh. an earthquake? I, I'm just wondering how we got to the point because I've heard hurricanes, water shortage, uh-huh. okay, tsunami. All right, but I haven't heard earthquake as yet. Because I know. <laughs> I, 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 I say <laughs> yes, assuming that it's there. Yeah. <laughs> no, what it is, the top hazard. It's not just about what the hazard is. It's how it would impact the country Ah. and the frequency of it impacting the country. You know, we haven't had tsunamis for a long time, but we have um, hurricanes every year. Mm -hmm. We have earthquakes. As I said, this is done in 2015. It may change slightly when we when we redo it. But yeah. But 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 also tsunami and earthquake can happen in. Anytime, anywhere, there's no and season, the, ah, and the and tsunami we, could come. Okay, exactly because okay. there are there are three different types of tsunami. You can have a local tsunami where it happens close by, mm-hmm. a regional tsunami where it happens somewhere else in our region, and then a tele tsunami, which Anguilla was affected by a tele tsunami that traveled from Lisbon, Portugal, all the way across the Atlantic Ocean the waves in the seventies. Um, yeah. yeah. So so let's let's talk about that because. Ever so often as of late, and this is going into the little fishing community now, you know, this last couple of years, there's been, like, heightened wave activity and stuff certain times of the year. Like, it's been getting really, really big and really, really bad. Okay, let me tell you. All right, you A, su- <laughs> a tsunami uh-huh. is a harbor <clears throat> wave. It's, it's taken from a Japanese word meaning harbor wave. Okay. And a tsunami wave is not dangerous when it's out to sea. It's only when it comes into land mm-hmm. and the concentration makes it more dangerous. Okay. That, that's the reason. I, wow. I have a question. Mm-hmm. I watch TV. I watch movies. Mm-hmm. And when you see tsunamis, <laughs> you tend to see the water roll all the way back. Mm. Is, that, is that real? Is it just for the yes, movies? Or no. Is that real? The, those, that's one of the effects of a tsunami, yes. You can see the water recede because that's what we see. We, we, Anguilla was one of the first English-speaking Caribbean countries to be named Tsunami Ready, which again is a U.S. Flat Anguilla Tsunami Ready? Yes, because Tsunami Ready means that the basis of your population know what to do in the event of a tsunami, oh. that you have a 24-7 warning system that no matter what time... Hold on. It will, We're it will advanced. We have a 24-7 warning system. Yes, we do. What I is, did not what know is that. It? Have you, so do you mean you haven't load, downloaded it from the Google Play Store or the Apple Store? No, I know what it is. I want the people to know what it is. Ivan, I mean, do you know Ivan. what it is? Nope. I know. 
Cap it. Yes. Cap it. Cap yes. it is our is is our. I thought that was a fella that used to drum. No. <laughs> Cap it. Cap it. Cap it. Consistently alerting people in time. Oh, that's hot. That's dope. <laughs> what can cap it be used for? For everything, <coughs> any kind what, of emergency. What in is Angola. it used for? What is it used for? It, it is used for anything that that yes. can impact Anguilla. Missing can I have ca- access to capital? Yes, you can. You can go on the Google Play Store. No, 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 I mean access, like administering access. <laughs> like I could send out stuff through Capit. No, like, that sounds like an excellent marketing tool. And you know that's what I'm about. But it's not a it's not a marketing tool. <laughs> so it's you're a trying warning to warning system. It's a warning system. So yes. people, it's not a marketing tool. So don't get upset when you hear Capit send you a message. No, you should you should definitely listen. If cap it, Carl, you run. And you go to the Google Play Store or the Apple Store, cap.cap, and you select Anguilla, and you download it and to your phone. And, and whenever How often do you get messages on Capit? Every Friday, no, every Tuesday at 10 o'clock is the radio interrupt and you would get an email. And then at the end of every month, they send you a message just to say that it's a test to make sure that it's working. So Capit does does when we get them tremors, Capit does send you. Oops, it was shaking. No, because there's no threat. There's no threat. Ah. It's only when it's a threat. Otherwise, you get, otherwise you'll become so used mm-hmm. to getting these messages, you're not gonna think anything. But you know, like in the US, when you're watching the <coughs> TV, and this is a test. This is mm-hmm. a test of mm-hmm. the emergency mm-hmm. alert system. That's, That's what. It is. Okay, That's people go download Capit. Like everybody should have Capit on their Cap phone. Cap dot Cap. Cap dot cap. I'm gonna put it on my kid's phone. Yes, you should. Yeah. So. And your phone. Yeah, I got, I got it. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, obviously on my phone. So, messages. Tell me a little bit more, a little bit more about this app. So, Angola is hit by Hurricane Irma. Um, Capit was there then. Yes, it was, and messages went out. That's dope. Like we, we you know when, do you know when we launched our Facebook page of the department? The 1st of September, 2017. Yeah, I can't remember. And what happened? Just the something sixth. we don't want to remember. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But we were able to yeah. keep abreast, people around the world to keep abreast of Anguilla. So so we're back, we're back there now. Thank God, and I'm speaking things that are not as though they were, and I'm speaking the right energy into the atmosphere and I'm thanking God that we'll be spared this year again I believe life and death is in your tongue and I am putting that out there but in the event how ready is disaster management disaster management we are ready is the country ready and Uh, what we are trying to do is make sure what we're doing here is helping people to get ready Mm. if you listen to Radio Anguilla and the other radio stations you're going to hear tips every at least once twice three times a day you're going to hear a hurricane preparing this tip telling giving you telling you what to do how to do it those kind of things those, and uh, our facebook page <coughs> i'm sorry mm-hmm. are those are those are those posts on your facebook page cross here to government other radio station pages that you have relationships with so i believe this, and you could this, tell this is this is ivan doing his marketing bit <laughs> i believe if you are advertising with a radio in this day and age you're doing any business with with any entity you should have the social media component built into that so if you have ads on radio anguilla radio anguilla it's not an ad it's a public service announcement public service announcement ad communication whatever you're doing with a radio station, they should use their social media platform for that as and well. And they do. Radio okay. Anguilla for sure. I'm not sure about the other... The others don't? I am not sure. So me, you but what, talk to them. But what I, what I can tell you too is that the warning system has something called a radio interrupt. So if Radio Anguilla or... What are the other stations? We have any of the other stations. Right. If any of those are playing, that the warning system would interrupt the broadcast and give out the the, the warning. This can't get in the wrong hands. I'm seeing some James Bond born identity top gun type stuff. I don't know how I am. This is cool though. So Angola is really advanced. Yeah, we are. You should be proud. We had it since. the late 2000s. But I did not know this. And if Ivan doesn't know this, then there's something wrong. <laughs> Ivan has learned Sorry. something new today. Ivan has learned something new today. That's wonderful. Great. So I'm what else is on this list? <laughs> <laughs> Number four is marine incidents. Oh, bad. I see it, yeah. Okay. So we we know we have the ferries that go backwards and forwards. Mm-hmm. Fishermen mm-hmm. go out all the time. Mm-hmm. We have 
ships in our waters. So marine incidents is number four. We then have number five is earthquake. Yeah, let's give Baz that. Okay. <laughs> I, I think I think we've come I think we've come. <laughs> yeah, I just I just like literally just fell the shake when you say it again and I don't know if we in the middle of this taping no. because this is unedited, unfiltered, if this place Really you're shake, not gonna take out my coffin? No, we I'm, I'm, I'm recovering from bronchitis by it's the way, so fine, that's it's fine. Listen here, yeah, I've been coughing for the last year and a half. It's okay. <laughs> um so, I, I, if this place started to shake, I don't know how who's gonna get off first, I, me, you, uh, me. <laughs> because Susan is prepared. prepared. <laughs> you know, actually, I'm gonna stand in the doorway so the two of you can't get out. Because that's where you should stand if you're if there's an earthquake. I have a question about that. And people have said that you know you're gonna get crushed or whatever, but normally the more steel and the, the there's door. more steel and and it, concrete in the doorway. So. That's kind of where my question was going to go. Mm-hmm. With the way that we build, and, you know, we build for hurricanes, because that is number one. Is it that our structures are built for hurricanes but not necessarily earthquakes? I'm not a structural engineer, mm-hmm. so I don't want to answer mm-hmm. that question. Mm-hmm. But the amount of steel that we have in our home should help us. Okay. I think it does. Yeah. Okay. I think it does a bit. What I am concerned about is we have limestone. As our base, yes. As our base. And we know we, we have another underlying volcanic base as well. I did not know that. Stop yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now you got me thinking all kind of things. But limestone is very... Porous? Porous. I know. And you know, I have... When all those sinkholes were appearing in Florida... I thought we'd get some. And I was like, but do... And I heard lots of talk around the place. I thought, do Anguillians realize that we have the same base as Florida? That's what they're not talking about. You know, that's my so, so it, it's the possibility. We've never... I, as far as I know, we have never invested in a proper geological survey of Anguilla to know where all the caves are. How much are. will that cost? No, I have no idea. I, we, we just tend to get stuff done on this show, so you need to tell people <laughs> we need a proper geological I, survey. I will have done. to talk to my a colleague of mine, Professor Joyce, from the University of Puerto Rico, uh-huh. who actually came here and did some... That's how I know that we have a volcanic base under our limestone, because he came here and he did a trip with some of his students and they looked at, at our rock base Bastard. but but it's you know but we know that we have caves in Anguilla because yes, of course. we explore we them caves. Yeah. come on Ivan the people don't know of course they too. do we know surprised? we know Goat Cave we know. Goat oh cave? I know Goat Cave too well where's Goat Cave Goat Cave is oh I can't even tell you how to get there but it's I nice. can tell you how to get there I channeled my inner goat <laughs> getting to Goat Cave what in the <laughs> What are you I, did, about? I did as well. It's, it's, it, for me, it's. So you have to go on all fours? No. You can't you go have on to, all you fours. Have to, you know, like how the goats go nice and skip across the sea rocks? I did some of that. Wow. I, not, <laughs> I am glad it's wiped off my bucket list now. Eggs. I, I was about to say, <laughs> it is a once in a lifetime trip for me. For me too. Personally, I know people who are there every week, not I. Um, but it is. It, is so incredible to see the natural beauty that exists within this country. Really and truly. So, you know, a lot of that happened during the pandemic when people couldn't go anywhere. Everybody was hiking a weekend, Mm -hmm. a weekday and stuff. And I was like, listen, they didn't know what they're doing. And if you're paying attention, a few businesses well developed and that kind of transformed our tourism product a bit. Mm -hmm. You got Quest, you got Neil, um, the explorer, Mm -hmm. doing his thing. Axa hike, Axa hike, that's who I went with. Axa hike, like for something. Yeah, so that stuff is cool. And then for me, those things translate even into our health as a as a as a country. I'm I'm happy for those because I did it with my gym. You did it with (laughs) With my gym class. That's that's cool. So I want us to like continue doing those things. I don't think we should wait for a pandemic or epidemic (gasps) to see the beauty. To see the beauty. Is that on the list? What pandemics and. 
Actually, yes, that's number seven. That's so I think we did five. We skipped one. What's flooding. What flooding. That's rainfall induced, not hurricane <coughs> rainfall. That's just proper rainfall. Remember 2011 when we had that ah, flood? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. We had a flood in 2011. Yeah, there was a lot of Wait. rainfall. <coughs> Were you even, living in Anguilla? I'm not even being facetious. <laughs> like, I came back in 2010. What happened in 2011? I don't remember. November 2011, we had a... Very, we had a bad flood. Last flood I remember was Lenny. So where were you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad as Lenny. No, 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 no. It wasn't it as was bad. But it was bad. It was bad. And we've had a couple of floods. We have flash flood warnings every mm-hmm. now and then. If you listen to the I department, I don't pay attention to flash flood warnings. Because why? Because I I haven't seen them. And I'm being honest, and I know there are people out there that don't even pay attention to those things. But you're telling me now that if we get so a lot of people don't realize, right? And you're right, we can flood mm-hmm. because because of our, the nature and makeup of our soil, mm-hmm. so it's so clay. When it rains a little bit, it hardens. All this hot sun we have then hardens some more. If we get a torrential downpour, we will flash flood. So and that is right. the reason why Anguilla flooded. For Lenny, because we had Jose just, just before. before that had saturated the earth, and mm-hmm. when Lenny came and dumped all that water, it flooded. Can we have like a drain pipe someplace? I think we do. We do. Yeah. In some areas. In some areas. Yeah. Okay, it government. Just takes, you it need just to go. To you, you need to go out and make sure those drains are clean. We're gonna get some rain soon. <laughs> Guys, Clem, you're going to pick this up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so after, so after flooding, we go. We go back to. Pandemics or epidemics? Epidemics, yeah. That's that's number seven. That was always number seven. Okay. I can remember <coughs> a couple of years ago when we had the swine flu that was going around. Mm-hmm. We did a plan. We had cases? We had, you know, when swine flu was going around, we, we did some plans. She didn't answer my question. <laughs> <laughs> then, then number eight is fire. Oh, she just skipped over my question. So, so, Susan, I, I, I know you're skipping past endemics because, yes, we are pandemic and endemic. Oh, epidemic. epidemic. Oh, epidemic. And the, the epidemic is, is, sent, is sent, localized. Yeah, localized. And a pandemic is worldwide. worldwide. So we are pan, epi, everything out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We out of all I mean, then. We, And we all know so much about PCR tests and all the things that, that are needed to take. So, yeah. So I have a story. There we go. This was during one of those things the pandemic <laughs> <laughs> don't want to speak about it anymore uh, I had reason to visit the department of disaster management and I <coughs> paid Susan a visit mm-hmm. I, don't I, know, I don't even know if Susan remembers this I don't see mm. <laughs> but in her office in her office <coughs> this very list was there and staring at me she's like oh we didn't some people didn't think it was there but we know it was a hazard and yes, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's a real hazard. Yeah, so it, it. I don't think it. And it's a communicable disease. Mm-hmm. So it's an epidemic pandemic caused by a communicable disease, and it could be a respiratory disease. It could be mm-hmm. something else, but it can be a communicable. So this disease. is. I keep telling people that government doesn't operate in silos. No, like people, like you're telling me that disaster management has a response mechanism, protocols for epidemics. Mm-hmm. Along with the Ministry of Health. But but they would believe that the Ministry of Health was just doing what they want. And being haphazard. I do not No, they were, they were not doing what they want. There but was people need to place. listen. There's a plan in yes, place. Yes. There, for all of these hazards that I'm talking to you about, we have plans in place. People, we have plans They may in be place. in draft. They may never have been tested because they hadn't happened. Mm-hmm. But we have plans in place. We have thought about these things. So... We get a flood tomorrow, God, God forbid. You guys would have some water trucks come with the hoses and pump we the would, water. We would respond. Us. We would respond. She's giving you nothing. <laughs> All right, so there's a plan. We there's have a plan. plan. Yes. Okay. So next we have... Fire, fire or explosion. So you know that that's mm. a real possibility <clears throat> as well. Mm-hmm. So we that's on our plan. A coastal flooding. And I want to let you know that although these are all the hazards that we face... The Department of Disaster Management not, may not be the lead uh-huh. agency. There will be other agencies that will take the lead, but we will always be there. If the EOC is activated, we are the base staff. 
in the in the National Emergency Operations oh. Center. So, for instance, with the pandemic, health would have taken the lead and we would have supported them. If it's a fire or explosion, obviously, the fire department would take the lead and we will be there to support them. Okay. Yeah. So I, I want to I wanna just pick on something you said, because I know we started by speaking about the NEOC. Mm-hmm. The NEOC, Ivan, is only open and operational when we need to. So it's not open all the time. No. It is only activated when there is. When there is and how is it staffed on then when needed? Well, it is what we do, there is a system set up. Mm-hmm. We have a plan in place. There is a mechanism in place. Mm-hmm. And it's staffed by the people who need to be in there for whatever particular hazard it is. And as, I, and as I said, the Department of Disaster Management staff, we are the base. We're the staple. Is the clergy part of this <coughs> the clergy in, yeah. in terms of response yeah well somebody needs to pray with a pastor in the middle of a crisis mm, would not necessarily be needed in the EOC but they are but, part of our mm-hmm. preparedness yes. they're part of the National Disaster Management Committee okay yeah. so so during hurricane season I remember Anglican government and everybody used to come out and do these drills I haven't seen any drills you haven't no when last were you, were you here last year when they mm-hmm. had that huge drill where they 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 did all of the shuttering they did the fleet management they came out they they used it to <coughs> trim some of the trees it was mm-hmm. a huge exercise in the valley area so so you must know that I'm a, a full-time bus driver I have a kid in campus being one in West End so I kind of just spend time driving on the road <laughs> Okay, I remember those days too. Yes, yeah, so I don't see much. <laughs> <laughs> I probably missed that entire thing. Right. But you couldn't miss it. It was right in the center of the valley. You don't know me how I does avoid traffic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if I see the traffic like five cars in front of me, Ghana next week. Oh, and I just want to say, let me go back to tsunami. If your children tell you anything about a tsunami, believe them. Believe them. Why? Because we have gone for the past <laughs> 12 years. If any child who's been in primary school in the past 12 years knows how to handle a tsunami. So, Susan, you must know that I have some comedians with children. And the last thing they told They're me... They're going to tell you. No, but the last thing they told me about a tsunami was when I dive in the water. I don't think they were being serious. <coughs> but, well, trust, maybe, but trust but me, maybe, Ivan, they know, they know exactly where the closest tsunami point is to their school. At the very least, they know where the closest one is to their school. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. That's interesting. I'll have to hit your right. I'll have to come back and tell you all of all of, all the things that we do because we do so much, and I don't think we people didn't really had to invite her back. You see that everybody like, loves progress. I, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like getting a message out to a ah, lot of people. All right. <laughs> so what else is on the list? Coastal flooding, storm surge, or ground sea? We get ground sea so often. Exactly. But what's exactly. the problem with a ground sea? Well, you mean what's the problem? Mm-hmm. How and many that's when times? the lobsters come up because the lobster catches better. But can we can we travel to St. Martin? We can do. the ferries go? No, but should if, we? If if it's bad, you know, if it's bad, yeah. You know. I mean, should people go in the sea if there's a ground sea? sea? I know the term. You know the term. So what happens during ground sea? I would have to talk to fisheries <clears throat> and the marine. Because all in the sea is the water turn white. And the, the, the vessels just, just bob up and down. Well, there's an undercurrent. There's, there's a, an undercurrent. There's an undercurrent that could, okay. if you go swimming, that could drag you out. I just uh, tell them about that, yeah, because you'll go missing quick, fast, in mm-hmm, a hurry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know during ground sea as well, you know, vessels can't stay still. Still. Mm. So docking becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. You remember storm couple, surge is something that happens uh, after hurricanes as well. Storm surge does happen here. We don't call it that. You remember a couple of times last year, year before when the 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 waves were. We don't call it that. No, because they just said the sea rough. <laughs> That's how. <it> was. <laughs> you remember? No, for real. They just said the sea rough. The sea rough. Storm surge. You're laughing at me, but that's what they said. You remember, like a couple of years back, like the storm surge was so bad at blowing point, like they couldn't operate the boats. Mm-hmm. That's storm surge, people. See, I know something. See, but see, we, this, we, this we, didn't see, we didn't say storm surge. The sea hurts. The sea hurts. <laughs> Don't go out there today. The sea rough. So that's storm surge. Yeah. And that can be affected by cold fronts in the area, storms, no, it's, it's passing storms. Storm surge is normally as a result of, of hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
No That's point. true because a couple of times when they pass to the to the north and stuff, we get right. So it's a coastal know. flooding or the ground sea that we're talking about with the high seas. But storm surge is a, as a result of a hurricane. Okay. And you're saying that we have plans in place for all these things. Yeah, we do. What's missing on your list? In terms of that we haven't that we haven't, haven't heard yet. Okay, landslides or slope failures. What landslides? I know you were gonna say that. <laughs> Anguilla is flat, but our highest point is two hundred and thirteen. You know, so let me give you that's, that's, that's just outside. <laughs> that's right? just outside. Listen here. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I forgot where I was. I am tired being laughed at. So every time I have friends visit or whatever the case may be, they be like, well, "Anguilla flat." I was like. The highest point is 213 feet. They say 213 what? I say, listen here, I'm going to take you there. You're not going to even feel it. <coughs> so we come to the back of the hood, and then I was like, here we are. <laughs> and everybody laughs at me once you get around here to Crocus Hill. Mm-hmm. But we are really, really flat. So where, do, where would landslides come from? Well, wherever there's a rising. What risings? We only have well, two. 213 feet. You have Sandy Ground, North Hill, that yeah. area. The you know where Mariners used to be that you know You're right. after Actually. Lewis there mm-hmm. was there was some slides. I so stand corrected. Were, we have some. We have some. Exactly. Have slides. Exactly. That's the, okay. okay. What else? And then we have extreme heat. Oh, I, I want to know what are the plans? Beat the heat, Carly. Heat. That's all I can hear. Right. Stay, stay, stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Stay cool. I thought you're supposed you to call elite. That's all the marketing I remember. Beat the heat, elite? Carly. Heat. In the heat engineering, they get AC. That's all I remember. I don't even free, remember the drink water. Huh? But no, yes, oh, but I that's will, why I will drink water. You drink water? Mind my business. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But when I hear heat, that's all stay I hear. Cool. Stay cool. Stay cool. Stay cool as far as you can. Yeah. You. How do we stay cool in Angola? Not enough buildings AC. Do we go to the beach? Yes, you can. Whatever you mechanism you use to cool down, make sure that you're in front of a fan. Go outside. Go to the beach. Yeah, put the ice in front of the fan. So it blows cold air. <laughs> she knows I was gonna ask <laughs> because, like, I've been in situations here and the fan blowing hot air. Yes, mm-hmm. I have. I have those kind of situations I'm like, too. Come on, man! <laughs> what in the devil? Toenails yeah. is going on. Right. Like, yeah. So the the plan for heat, the steps. Just stay. We should be publishing that stuff now because we've had some hard days. Yeah, that is very true, and I prob- we probably will do some. All right, I'm gonna look out for that and I'll share that definitely. Yeah. So if we just we just don't say beat the heat and call elite because that's all I know. Every time it had <laughs> Jason, elite, Jason Ruan, elite engineering. He <laughs> sells ACs. Every time the temperature goes Are, above 80. Is this 80, a Literally, every time it gets above 89 degrees, Jason is like, like hot bread. He's like right there. You can't go nowhere. So I'm just saying that's my sticker. Yeah, then what are we doing when, we, when, we, when you put in an air conditioning unit? Are you yeah, using a solar panel to, to run it? I don't, I don't, I don't oh, know. God. We gone, we gone. We, we digress. Anyway, aviation <laughs> accidents is next. Maybe not so far. Aviation accidents is next. And that's anything that's on the airport or anywhere. Right. You know, so then you have mass casualty. Right. Mm-hmm. Boat accidents, we've covered that already. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's how you're up. And mass casualty. Tell me what you think of Anguilla's mass casualty number is. I, I was about to say, I think Ivan put something on the list that wasn't there. What did you say just now? That road accidents we've covered? No, boat. Oh, boat. But we haven't covered road. Because no, that's. But, but okay. road accidents would be covered in a mass casualty. Right, no, so that's. I, I was just making sure that I heard. Mm. I didn't hear road because that's what I was thinking mm. for mass, mass casualties would be. Road, road accidents. accidents. Yeah. Yeah, we have a lot. Ivan, you are right. Misusing the roundabout. Is I was right. This? I knew it. <laughs> but how many people were injured? No. No, but that. the potential, the hazard is there. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I see it too often. Listen, they're going around the wrong side. So like, we need to have the Minister of Infrastructure come You need... Back. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not here for that. <laughs> you are here to talk about hazards. And, that's and a that hazard. is a hazard. The, the lights... There, there are lights needed in the night, for sure, on the new road. Oh, he, he spoke about that today. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I didn't they, they, okay, they, they, The lights have been sourced. I think they're just waiting on the pole, so they have um, solar lights that they're 
in Starlink. Yeah, but which is makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because we have all this free energy and we're not using it. But anyway, mm-hmm. the next one is security threat. No, I asked you a question. What do you think constitutes a mass casualty in Anguilla? Oh, a two or three car pileup. Concerning how many people? Four. Oh, because... See, I know a little bit about this. It has to do with the number of beds that's in the emergency room, right? No, no, no the operating room. Yes, and we only have one operating room. Is that we a do. two? We have two. Oh, okay. See, we could probably ha- go a little bit more, but two two persons would in an accident that need major surgery would constitute a mass casualty. That's why we have, have so many people flying out. Mm, no, mm-hmm. that's, that's not the, the reason. That's, that's, this is this is this this is at one point in time. If you have a four car pileup, mm-hmm. that would be deemed a mass casualty. If there is a marine incident that happens and mm-hmm. it concerns more than two or three people, any kind of shooting, any mass shooting, mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. like that, a lot of people. And, and, and we've had we've had <coughs> one of those um, sometime back. We yeah. one we of had, those. We've had many I mass think. shootings. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I have I have always said this, and people th- I just I just pray against it for the most part, right? I am extremely concerned that our juve ends at Sandy Ground. You want to know why? One way in, one way out. Not just one way in, one way out. If any of those trucks lose their brakes on the hill, we ain't talking mass casualty. Yeah, you are. We're talking mass, mass, mass casualty, not the yeah. MAS carnival mass. Because they're in the middle of the road, in front of the truck, behind the truck, to the side of the truck. And, you know, there's a lot of faith that we exercise in doing these things. And, of course, I, I appreciate that. But I always look at that. And we have looked at that, too. So, so how do we separate them? How do you mean, how do you separate them? Like, I don't think people should be to the front of the trucks. Okay. But you can't tell them how to jam, and that's a problem. So how do uh, so how so do you I, mitigate against something like that? We have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> we have a plan. We don't have to tell you the no. plan. You just need to know that we have a plan. There is a plan. There is a plan because we have we have looked. I remember when we were doing our mass casualty training. The the uh-huh. same scenario that you just gave was part of the exercise, and we had to come up with a plan to mitigate against it, and we did. Okay, cool. So I feel better now. So there's a plan. So Juve for me. Okay. <laughs> Don't stand the girl. Right. And then the last two, security threats, and that's threats to our border, terrorism, sabotage, and civil disorder, riots or public conversions that are 14 and 15. I ain't uh-huh. touching that one. <laughs> you may not. <laughs> you want to? We 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 cannot we cannot ignore the elephant in the room. We you know we started and I I have always been I have always been the person that I'll go there. She'll go there. I'll okay. go there. We started by acknowledging that we missed our mm-hmm. um, GST panel because there are a series of discussions and meetings and everything that's going on between the government and the business community we know that we're not going to pretend like it's not happening mm-hmm. we have heard and seen communications that we could possibly be on the brink of oh, Susan you moved the paper but um, oh, civil disorder mm-hmm. and when, and when I you say think so? how do we how do you prepare and, and not just from a Department of Disaster Management standpoint. How does the public prepare for what could possibly be a case of civil, dis- whether it's riots, um, whether it is, and I know this says riots and public convergence, <coughs> but you can, riots can also be in the form mm-hmm. of strikes and close downs and. No, mm. no, we we're not covering. We're not covering no, that. We strikes, don't consider. St- a strike is different to a riot. A riot is just a bunch of people coming together and making a lot of noise and trying to do something. A strike is something that is planned and organized to okay. a certain expense. But a strike, 
a, a riot can come out of a strike. Okay. Mm. But yeah. Okay. So you look but at it from that level. Mm. And, yeah, and from from there. the escalated level and not But that would be <sighs> police taking the lead on something like that. Not disaster management. We'd purely be supportive okay. in whatever they needed. Right. So you're gonna be in there right and you're gonna be supportive. It will I'll be in the EOC. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll be home. Okay. Because if anything like that is happening, do not do what normal Anguillians do. Which is go look go, go see. look and see and take a video. Stay home. Man, you know you got a problem. You know back in the day people used to follow the ambulance? <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. People used to like, pull off and be the first one to pull off and follow the ambulance. We we've done some really strange things. I have to say we. I don't understand. Why would you want? I don't know. We always want to know. People would follow the ambulance and follow the fire truck, full speed, and there's an emergency going on. I but I am laughing because I know persons who've done it. They still do it. Then why would they do that? I have no idea. Because what they're doing is basically stopping those other emergency vehicles from getting through if they're needed. That's true. Didn't look at it that way, but that's true. But come on, man! Like they do that stuff, and I'm like, mm, I don't think that makes sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. If I see anything, I'm going in the opposite direction. You, I am not going to. Listen, I, I pull off, I turn around, I just, I, I exactly. <laughs> and then I'll hear about it later anyway. So well, you can probably hear about it on your way back up because somebody <laughs> gonna be there. No, and you know that's. I'm a I'm a very careful driver. I do not. Answer my telephone while I'm driving. Oh, that's, oh so that's, Susan won't know until she reaches. Susan is not Ivan. <laughs> Ivan, you need to stop. I need to stop. I've been pulling off lately and sending messages when I do. Okay. Like I actually. Well, stop. you pulled off the road. Yeah. Pull okay. Off well, that's okay. fine. Unless there's nobody behind me, then I just stop in the middle of the road. I'm just kidding. Riot Angola Police Force. I pull off the road now to send my messages, and I, that's actually important to do. Then you would they were turned ahead, but people do it. I I've. You know where they do it? At the stoplights. And they just sit there. Until I have to... (laughs) (laughs) Susan, this has been excellent. I think so. Um, I just want to say before uh I go, though, uh that this year is an elevated hurricane season. Susan. I'm just, I'm just, no, it doesn't make sense to bury your head in the sand. I think we understand that. You need to understand that we normally get maybe 10, 12, we're looking at 14, 15, the hurricane days are long. Let's hope they all go out to sea, because last year they went out to sea. Listen, right now we have two possible threats that we're watching. Uh, No, we have one possible. Well, I have family on the barbados. And it's not even possible because it's five days out and so much can happen in five days. That is true. So, that is true. So what, we have our two possible systems out there. Not no, there are two systems. Oh, there are two systems. Okay. There are two systems out there. Okay. Some are conducive and both of them are conducive to development. If everything stays the same, it might not. Because I see people sharing a lot of information and you're getting information but how do you decipher the information mm. there was an earthquake oh my god it was a 5.2 but what does a 5.2 earthquake really mean it how, means that it's smarter than a 4.0 how, how deep <laughs> how deep was it exactly. how, how far uh-huh. away you know so you know you have to look at it from that point I of view think well. literally I mean it's good that people share the information uh-huh. but don't how can I put it use it with caution I, I, I literally I literally do that because when people say, I wonder how strong it was, what do you know about deciphering the strength of the earthquake? What did that tell you? You know what you're making me do think? That I need to post on Facebook the Saffir Simpson scale. Yes. <laughs> and what the expectation are if something like that happens. For, like for that, earthquakes like, well, and, and for hurricanes. So no, that, that, is, that is true. That needs to come up because people be like, like oh, I want to know. What do you mean you want to know strong it was? You don't know what I mean. <laughs> and I'm not even being facetious or trying to call anybody down. You want to brag and say we, we experienced a 5.2? No, it was registered over there at a 5.2. What did you feel here? Because I'm sure the shaking at the epicenter of this thing was totally different than what it what it was that we felt, similar to how yeah. we walk. You within the eye wall, and you pass through that, you're going to feel something different. If you're on the outskirts, you'll feel something different. Yeah, so don't true. don't measure it and say, yeah, we can handle that. And that's why I'm going back at the beginning, because that's a lot of people, that's a lot of people, um, 
Oh, look right now. Yeah. Oh, you can pass now. We don't need to do nothing. But that's what they told then, us for Irma. Um, okay, um, and then oh, they you shift. have no idea. So you see where I was going we, now. Uh, it was, it was awful for us as a department when we were trying to tell people to prepare, and they were just saying, "Oh, it's going to go this way. It's going to go that way." They should, you know, we don't know where it's going to go because they, it's nature. Exactly. They should ask the VI because but, they got Alma and Maria Bam Bam. But I can tell you that when I have a colleague in... Well, I have all... Disaster management is a small community. Okay. So when Irma passed us, a friend of mine in VVI <clears throat> called me. How are you guys doing? I said, whatever you do, get prepared. Just buckle down. Just, just, she's not playing. Just mm-hmm. make sure that you guys are mm-hmm. safe, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I, I, I couldn't yeah. tell her anything different. Mm. You know, so. We got a, what are those three B's again? Be aware. Be aware. Be informed. Be informed. Be prepared. So how are you, how are, how do you ensure that you're aware? Well, what we're doing right now, we have the, we, we do the 15, top 15 hazards. Mm-hmm. We publish them wherever we can. We let people know what they are. So that's the awareness. Be pre- be informed, you get to know what the what is a hurricane, how does it form, where does it come from? Because most of the time in the past we've seen hurricanes start off the coast of Africa and travel across. So you know, you can say, Okay, well I can start to get ready now because I've got time. But for the past couple of seasons you've seen hurricanes just start up outside the islands. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. you don't have that time. That's why I would always urge everybody, have your emergency supplies kit. Make sure that it's in a waterproof container with a padlock. It's your food so that you mm-hmm. can use it. And you don't have to go out and do a big shopping and put it in there. At the beginning of the year, every year, every 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 time put you go shopping, you, p- you pick up an extra tin of something uh-huh. and you put it in there. And it's your food, what you want. Make sure it's non-perishable and make sure the date can last you through at least two seasons. There are these buckets on, on, on Amazon. Okay. Yeah, they're cool. They're actually cool. They're like these meal buckets, a bucket, literally a bucket mm-hmm. that has all this stuff in it. You don't even have to do it yourself. No, you can spend one hundred and forty dollars, and you have your your kit. And that same hundred and forty dollars can get you so much more in Anguilla before. By the time you pay shipping and everything else, you get it. But I like my bucket. Why are you guys reading on my bucket? But I you can buy bucket. a bucket here and pack it. You got. You are right. You are so correct. I didn't look at it that way. <laughs> I hope it's a red and white bucket like that one because I think that... You paint know, it. But you can paint it. Man, why do you... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm informed. I'm aware. And what else? Be prepared. Be, be prepared. So once you know, you know how to prepare. You need to make sure that your home is secure. You don't leave it open. You don't have... The little holes, the little part of the <coughs> things what, what is it, the roof that is hanging over. Mm-hmm. You try and get that secured. You you clear drains. You make sure that you have something to cover your cistern mouth so that the water is not going to get in there. You you just make sure that you're prepared. You you get all of those things in place. You put it in one. You you know like your emergency supplies kit. When I I tell people, you can build. Well, most of us can't build a category five home uh-huh. but we can at least try and build one room in our home which that room is, is usually the safest in a hurricane what I can tell you when we got the calls up in the EOC for persons whose homes were failing uh-huh. I told them to get in the bathroom uh-huh. and get the mattress of wherever and cover themselves with that wow okay there you did it you took me back <laughs> I'm sorry. I went back too, too, because I've, I, yeah, because people think that, you know, you're working in the EOC, you're not going to get impacted. It was not easy for us. So my vehicle, my home, my, my colleagues, our vehicles, you know, our homes were destroyed as well. And then we still had to be there working and trying to prepare for everybody else. Yeah. It's a challenge. It is. Ladies and gentlemen, listening, thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Progress Report. I made light of it at the start, and I made light of it at the start simply because I know it's a touchy topic. I I know a few shows back when we talked about the the PTSD from the storm, I made mention if there's a storm coming, I think I'm going to literally have to fly my daughter out. She just blocked her ears for the entire armor. And for months, probably years after, any time it would get banked up to rain and thunder, she'd cry. But I just want to say, (coughs) sorry to interrupt you, Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. ending, but we have something now called ASSIST, which is the Anguilla Crisis 
Anguilla Crisis Intervention Support Team, which is part of the EOC to help persons in, mm-hmm. in those kind of situations. All right. We have the resources. That's what this show has been about. We have the resources. We have the personnel. We have <coughs> the department and the instruments that would ensure that we're prepared. We're just part of a mechanism. Ooh. We, are, we are one part of a huge mechanism. We are one part of a huge mechanism <laughs> that would ensure that we are prepared yeah. to yeah. manage these hazards that we are susceptible to. Yeah. And these hazards range from earthquakes to storm surge to epidemics to hurricanes to mass casualties to everything else in between. Everything yeah. else in between. But we, 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 we have means to be prepared and we will want you to explore that. You can follow the Department of Disaster Management on Facebook. Um, Does NEOC NEOC my Spanish is bad. Does NEOC have a, a specific Facebook page? No, it doesn't. And that's under the disaster management. Anything that you can I applaud you for that. People just create all these pages and, and yeah. We're actually revamping our website as well, the department. Lovely. So a lot of the things that we have that we give out to people, you'll be able to download from the website. Speaking of download, cap it. Cap. Yes. Cap. 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 Download the app. Stay connected. Stay informed. Be prepared. Um, be prepared. This has been another episode of Progress Report. It was lovely being here with you, Susan. Thank you so much for joining us, Most and welcome. we look forward to having you again sometime soon. Yes, thank you. Very soon. Thank you. All right. Thank you.